Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to a bonus episode of the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. And on these bonus episodes, I enjoy bringing you the trending Marian tweets and topics that I came across on Twitter this past week. So let's get started. Last week's bonus episode featured Our Lady of Sorrows and that special feast day and what people were tweeting on that day. There were a few that I missed, and here they are. Tommy, at the GH is silent, said, opening a Catholic library and calling it Our Lady of Barrows. Father Aquinas Gilbo OP, at Father Aquinas OP, tweeted, Our Lady is the most sorrowful over sin because she has no sin of her own to regret. Father Josh, at Tweet Mob, recently visited the site of the first mass celebrated in the continental U.S., Nuestra Señora de la Leche, Ruega por Nosotros. This shrine of Our Lady of the Milk, Our Lady of la Leche, is a beautiful shrine and one that I try to visit often, once a year, hopefully is my goal, to pray for couples I know struggling to conceive. It's a place that many couples in that predicament, by the grace of Mary's prayers, have been able to go on to have children of their own. 365 Days with Mary tweeted, Nuestra Señora de la Esperanza, Our Lady of Hope, Calispara Murcia, Spain, 1786, September 18th. If you want to learn more about various titles and local celebrations of the Blessed Mother, I encourage you to give 365 Days with Mary a follow on Twitter. I know they also have a page on Facebook, and essentially they share about these unknown, obscure shrines and titles and devotions to Mary throughout the year. Sister Helena Burns, FSP, at Sister Helena Burns, tweeted, Dear Protestants, you have a mother. One day soon, you will meet her. Sister Helena is reminding everyone that Mary is their mother. Whether you're Catholic or not, she is your mother because Jesus gave Mary to John and John represented all of us at the foot of the cross. This was a question that once was posed to me by an individual at one of my talks. They asked me, well, what do we make of the fact that Protestants don't have Marian intercession, that they aren't asking Mary to pray for them. And it was an interesting question to think about, and I've pondered it quite a bit. And essentially, I would say they're missing out. They're missing out on Mary's prayers. One of the reasons why Our Lady asked for the celebration of the five first Saturdays of consecutive months was in reparation for sins against the Immaculate Heart of Mary, how individuals rejected Mary as their mother for those who disparage the many titles and dogmas about the Blessed Virgin Mary, for those who have destroyed and defiled images of Mary. This was one of the reasons. And in a sense, I think we can see in that request of Our Lady of Fatima to make up for the lack of love, the indifference that our Protestant brothers and sisters have toward the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mary plays a prominent role in salvation history, one that is acknowledged every Christmas, that she gave birth in Bethlehem to the Christ child, who became the Savior of the world. 
And so, as Sister Helena Burns reminds all, but especially Protestants, dear Protestants, you have a mother. One day soon you'll meet her. Our goal is eternal life. We want to be with God forever in the kingdom. And when we get there, well, then we'll understand the great admiration that the angels and saints have had for Mary throughout their life. Hopefully, through this podcast and through the example of others and their love for Mary, individuals will see why it is and how it is we love Mary. Sirius XM, the Catholic Channel's host, Katie Prejean McGrady, tweeted something from her daughter. Tonight, Rose told me that Mary and nuns have veils because they're actually superhero capes in disguise. And now I'm just really concerned she's going to ask Sister Miriam Ruth if she can fly when she sees her at school tomorrow. Mary is the wonder woman of our times. She is our intercessor. She is our heroine. Your daughter, Rose, is right. Vincent Spadoni, at V underscore Spadoni, on International Day of Peace, September 21st, reminded us of Our Lady of Fatima's words. Say the rosary every day to obtain peace for the world. Hashtag pray the rosary. Hashtag Fatima 103. I, Catholic Radio, tweeted, Fatima warnings coming to pass. Know the power of Mary's name and love of God and love of neighbors, the same commandment, practicing God's charity. So between each of those titles is an asterisk. So I'm assuming that these are different segments that they had recently, but two of them referring to the Blessed Mother, Fatima and the power of Mary's name, perhaps coinciding with the overlooked memorial this year since it fell on a Sunday of the most holy name of Mary. Zuri Davis at Properly Zuri tweeted, Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for the U.S. May we be welcoming to the immigrant. May you guide all safely to our land. May our unhoused neighbors receive food and shelter. May the incarcerated be safe and comforted. For all vulnerable populations at night, we pray to the Lord. Invoking the intercession of Our Lady of Guadalupe, who came to the poor, who came so that they might know that Jesus is Lord, who came as the mother of life. Zuri Davis is helping us realize Mary's prayers for all aspects of human life. And finally, my classmate and friend, Father Ryan Rojo of the Diocese of San Angelo, Texas, at FR Ryan Rojo, is on a little trip right now throughout the Northeast. And recently, while he was in Boston, came across a beautiful image that can enrich our prayerful meditation about Our Lady and Christ's Passion. In the Stations of the Cross, we know that Veronica wipes the face of Jesus. And in this painting, one that I've never seen before, Father Ryan Rojo tweets the image and describes it. St. Veronica showing her veil to the Blessed Mother. I've never seen this scene depicted in art. Not something we find in sacred scripture, but it is an image now that we can pray about. Mary treasuring that cloth. And maybe we wonder, did Veronica give that cloth to the mother of Jesus? Did Mary treasure that cloth? At present, I'm reading The Mystical City of God by Venerable Maria of Agreda, and perhaps I'll find an answer in her four-volume biography of the Lord Jesus 
and the Blessed Virgin Mary. Or maybe I should turn to Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich and her life of the Blessed Virgin or the Dolores Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps the answer is contained in some of these mystical revelations. You have been listening to a bonus episode of the podcast, How They Love Mary. I'm Father Edward Looney, and it's been a delight to be able to share with you some of these Marian tweets that I came across this past week. If you don't mind, please share this bonus episode. Maybe someone will find it enriching to hear about the Blessed Virgin Mary and her role in their devotional life. May you be blessed today and always.